One of the people charged in the HB6 scandal talks to our reporter Andrew Tobias and tells an interesting tale. Ohio breaks its one-day record for coronavirus cases for the second day in a row, and people are dreaming big for a reborn Cleveland Hopkins International Airport. It's the Wake Up a Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, October 16th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. A prominent lobbyist who has been charged as part of a federal corruption probe into the Ohio State House says he believes the government's case against him was built in part upon secret recordings made by mysterious clients who hired him to help influence pending sports betting legislation. In his first extensive public comments since his July arrest, Neil Clark told Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer some passages in charging documents filed in federal court correspond with meetings he attended with the clients, men he believed were developers seeking his help to amend pending sports betting legislation to benefit a planned Cincinnati hotel. He now suspects they were working for the FBI. As part of that work, Clark said he helped arrange a September 23, 2019 dinner for the clients to meet then-House Speaker Larry Householder and others at a high-end private dining club in an affluent Columbus suburb. Andrew Tobias' story on his interview with Clark is a fascinating new window inside the corruption case that has torn through Columbus and removed Householder as Speaker of the House. A day after cresting 2,000 new coronavirus cases in Ohio in a single day, the state broke the record again Thursday with 2,178 cases. 29 of Ohio's 88 counties, now including Cuyahoga, moved into the red zone, the second worst in the state alert system. That's the highest number since the color-coded system was introduced midsummer. 13 new counties were elevated to red, meaning 65% of Ohio's 11.75 million people are now living on red alert. The previous record for red alert counties was 23 on July 23rd. The state also reported big increases in school cases, with 589 new student cases in K-12 schools and 292 for school staff. That's up from 347 for students and 183 for staff one week earlier. Cleveland Hopkins International Airport has unveiled three visions for a remodeled, expanded airport, including one version with a completely new terminal. There is no guarantee that any of the proposals will be built, but officials say the existing facility needs major upgrades, including more ticketing and gate space, additional parking, more efficient and larger security and customs areas, better roadway access, and an on-site car rental facility. The problem is that such projects would cost more than a billion dollars and would be borne by the airlines, which, given the losses they are suffering from the pandemic, are not in a generous mood these days. Shaker Heights fired a police officer captured on video giving the finger to protesters during a demonstration at the September presidential debate in Cleveland. Michael Spuzillo was part of a team of local police providing security outside the September 29th debate 
when the incident happened. Spazillo flipped the bird at Peaceville protesters marching along East Boulevard near Hazel Drive. Shaker Heights placed Spazillo on paid administrative leave the following day. As a result of the investigation, a disciplinary hearing was held Wednesday for Spuzillo, and he was fired. Shaker Mayor David E. Weiss released a statement saying, I know I speak for City Council, Police Chief Jeffrey DeMuth, and the many dedicated Shaker Heights police officers when I say that we condemn, in the strongest way possible, any action by a police officer that interferes with or disrespects the right of citizens to demonstrate peacefully. A strong statement by the government of Shaker Heights. Governor Mike DeWine said Thursday that his statewide mask mandate cannot ultimately be enforced by poll workers even during the surge Ohio is experiencing in coronavirus cases, hospitalizations, and the testing positivity rate. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose offered guidance to counties before early voting began that while poll workers must be masked, voters, while strongly encouraged, cannot be turned away for not wearing one. DeWine said he understands the reasoning behind that guidance, that people have a constitutional right to vote that cannot be denied based on the lack of a mask. The governor is asking, however, that the public wears a mask to protect the poll workers who will be on the clock for 15 hours on November 3rd. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Have a great weekend.